It's time to get things underway on the Fantasy Football Show. Jeff Miller gets it going with first and ten. We start for center. It's the same spot as the last ride when Jackson took that sack. But this time, Jackson will do it himself. A sprint for the score. Touchdown, Ravens. Lamar Jackson electrifying when he gets into the open field. Lamar Jackson all week really has not been a participant in practice, but we get some late news here in the evening, maybe early hours of the morning, with Adam Schefter noting that it's not actually an ankle sprain that Lamar Jackson is dealing with, but rather a bone bruise. And thus, he, I guess, was moving around a little bit better yesterday. And so it seems like there's a possibility that Lamar may go today in, I'm sorry, in Baltimore against Green Bay. Now, of course, this is a 325 game. You may have an option to turn to in the case that Lamar can't go. But I think the advice here is if you want to hold out and Lamar does play, Go ahead and use him if you feel okay about that, knowing, though, that he's dealing with an injury that caused him to miss practice virtually all week. And we know the real value that Lamar Jackson brings is his ability to pile up those huge rushing numbers. And so if a bone bruise is going to make it painful or more difficult for him to run throughout the game, that in itself makes it a little less appealing to use him. So I would honestly really consider alternatives Certainly depends on who you're looking at as the alternative option, but there is a possibility that he may play, and that certainly didn't look like that was going to be the case uh, as of yesterday afternoon. That's a name that goes way, way back in Bears history. What a catch by Connor! And James Connor is in! What a play! And Connor celebrates another touchdown. 23-yard, impressive catch and run. This one's a pretty big injury that fantasy football owners are dealing with. James Conner has been a godsend for you in your running back slot. He looks like he is expected to play against the Lions in what is a very juicy matchup in Detroit. He's been dealing with an ankle injury of his own. In addition to Conner likely being able to play today, the Cardinals activated Chase Edmonds from the injured reserve list. So he will be available to the Cardinals. Now, if Connor is unavailable, if he's actually inactive, which again, uh, based on the latest reports, we do not expect that to be the case, but always have to check those game day inactives right around 1030, hour and a half before the game time starts. But if James Connor actually is inactive, then I think Chase Edmonds is somebody you should definitely be looking to get into your lineup because he would probably be looking at a pretty heavy workload against a Lions team that offers plenty of opportunities for players to score fantasy points for you. So in the event, though, that James Conner is actually out there, um, I'm a little little more reluctant to use Chase Edmonds. But again, he's an option, especially considering all the COVID-related issues that we're dealing with that have been hitting uh, the entire league, not just uh, the nation. So Worth keeping an eye on that Chase Edmonds is back for the Cardinals today. Of course, I prefer him without Connor, but again, Connor does look like he's going to go. Second and ten. Toss to Pollard. And there he goes. 
I'll say this. If you've been using Tony Pollard, you're probably in a pretty desperate situation for running back because even though he's explosive, we know that with Ezekiel Ellen there, his opportunities are certainly limited. He's questionable with that foot injury that kept him out last week. He is expected to play against the Giants, although word is that they're going to be slightly more cautious with him. So if you're in an absolute desperate situation and you have been using Pollard when he's out there, you may be fortunate because he's going to be out there against the Giants, it seems like. But again, um, don't love the uh, matchup in regards to having to split with Elliott and also being, you know, just back from this foot injury that they're going to be a little bit cautious with him about. So, but again, as of now, it looks like he's going to be available to you if you do indeed need him. for seven today on third down of the Broncos. Bridgewater checks it short. Williams backpedaling, makes the catch. Oh, the spin into the end zone for the touchdown. Javante Williams is listed as questionable along with his backfield mate, Melvin Gordon, although both are expected to play today as the Broncos host the Cincinnati Bengals today at 3 o'clock. So that is good news. I think at this point you've probably been pretty impressed and happy with what Javante Williams has given you the last two weeks. Certainly. The game he had two weeks ago against the Chiefs was very impressive when Melvin Gordon was out last week. Melvin Gordon was back. I was curious. I thought the Broncos might actually rely a little little more upon Javante Williams, especially because Melvin Gordon was coming back from injury. But Gordon did lead the team in carries. However, that didn't stop Javante Williams from scoring two touchdowns. So it looks like we're right back to the split backfield, which has been fairly productive for both players. So, Get Javante Williams back into your lineup today, um, and you could probably go ahead and use Melvin Gordon as well. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right? And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. So how many, though, shots before you can stop biting kneecaps? I think that's the question. TJ Hawkinson has been... Ruled out for the season, he is done. So if you're in some tight end, if you're very tight end needy, we will address some options later in the show. But he has been uh, put down for the season, so he is no longer available. And it looks like DeAndre Swift is going to be out as well. But, again, that's probably, I think, for the best at this point. Um, Counting on your Lions right now is not a good place to be. So uh, go ahead and uh, cross both those Lions off your list of options today. Shoving at the goal line. It's a touchdown. Michael Carter Jr. expected to return today for the Jets. Now, the Dolphins' defense has been pretty solid so far this year, especially over the last five to six weeks. And it's not a great matchup, but as we always say, when you've got a lead back, it's very hard to turn away from them. And that kind of seems like what Michael Carter was right before he did get injured and had to miss a few few weeks. He is like he's set to return today against the Dolphins. So when you're looking for, as I just said with Tony Pollard, you know what? I would say Michael Carter Jr. today in his return looking to have a full workload. So if you're choosing between the two, I think someone like Michael Carter Jr. is much more enticing than Tony Pollard is today. I'm happy she's renovating her kitchen, but if I have to hear about subway tile one more time. I know, right? She actually, she's the first person to ever put it in her home. <laughs> Um, hello, 1904. All right, so that is Baker Mayfield, the progressive pitch man and 
man who has been placed on the COVID-19 list along with numerous other Cleveland Browns players. And that game was slated to go yesterday afternoon. But of course, because of all the outbreaks, the league has moved the Cleveland-Vegas game to Monday afternoon. That game will start at 3 o'clock before the Bears and the Vikings kick off at 7.15 for Monday Night Football. So is Baker Mayfield out? Uh, You know, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think we want to know if any of the Browns are worth using. Not so much are we going to use Baker Mayfield. And if he or Case Keenum are available, all of a sudden Cleveland looks a little more interesting as a viable fantasy option. I think no matter what you're starting, Nick Chubb. But it does seem like there's a possibility. We saw with uh, a bunch of Rams players who I'll mention here in a moment. But it does seem like now with the newly agreed upon agreement between the NFL and the NFLPA, that it's possible players who've been placed on that COVID list, if vaccinated, can get back sooner. It seems like it's possible that Mayfield or Keenum can be under center for the Browns. So, But let's be honest, if you're waiting this out, this is where it gets tricky in the playoffs. So I guess the advice in this situation is even though it's possible Mayfield or Keenum could be back, I would be reluctant to using most of my Browns, aside from Nick Chubb. Third and goal. In that same game, we do know that Darren Waller is out again. Boy, it's been a tough spot for fantasy football tight ends if we're not talking about George Kelsey. And, I'm sorry, George Kelsey. I mixed the two best tight ends, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. Um, but it's not look a well. Darren Waller is done out for today, so no good news there in that on that side of the ball either in that game. On third and four. Cousins throwing, and it is caught. Touchdown. It's Adam Thielen for the second time tonight. And Minnesota jumps back on top. Adam Thielen is questionable for tomorrow night's game at Soldier Field. This is one where he hasn't practiced much at all this week and been very limited. So it seems like, though, they're leaving the door open. I would say, unless you're absolutely desperate, I would probably shy away from waiting on Thielen. I guess the the caveat would be if you have either a Seattle, LA, Washington, or Philly wide receiver, you could turn to, or maybe even maybe KJ Osborne if you have him on your roster. If you have somebody who is playing in, in Monday night or Tuesday night's games now, then maybe you want to wait it out with Adam Thielen. But if you have to go to somebody, or if your option is somebody who's playing today. Instead, I wouldn't wait for Adam Thielen. I would not want to be burned in that situation. First down at the 12. Heineke with time over the middle into the end zone. Caught! McLaurin's got the touchdown! Nine seconds to go in the half, and Heineke finds McLaurin for six. Tyler Heineke is on the COVID-19 list. This situation for Washington is uh, dire as well because of their multiple quarterbacks on the COVID list. If Tyler Haneke is not available, I don't feel great about using too many of my Washington options. Certainly McLaurin also dealing with his own injury is not a great move either. And again, because this is one of this is the Tuesday game now, I just hate the idea of waiting it out. Now McLaurin did practice in full yesterday, so that is encouraging. But you know, if 
they're not if Tyler if, I'm sorry if Taylor Heineke is not in the Washington huddle I really don't love the idea of using McLaurin so I think at this point on Sunday morning the best move is to probably uh look elsewhere as opposed to using Terry McLaurin this week <laughs> He had two rushing touchdowns last week or on Sunday. He's got two tonight. This one is another ambiguous situation. Jalen Hurts has been dinged up, and uh, we're not sure right now what his status is going to be. He is listed as questionable, and of course, everything still applies. Everything I just talked about with Washington, it being a Tuesday game is very difficult to wait on Hertz. So I guess if you're ready, Hertz is good enough, though, fantasy-wise, where you probably want to use him if, if you can. So I suppose if you can, if you want to wait it out, depending on who your backup would be, having Gardner Minshew you know, on your roster, this is the key, though, and critical, have him on your roster before Tuesday if you're going to wait it out on Hertz just in case because you don't want to have all your players have played locked your roster and then not um, be able to use Minshew, Minshew in that event unless you dropped Hertz, for instance. So I think if you want to wait, wait it out on Hertz to use him potentially, then do so with knowing that um, you're going to have to have Minshew on your roster before the game's kick today at noon. So that's my advice in regards to if you want to wait out Jalen Hurts. First and goal at the two. Henderson with the carry. Fighting for the goal line and he's in for the touchdown. And the Rams have likely just salted away a 2-0 and start with a win on the road. Daryl Henderson has been activated from the COVID list for the Los Angeles Rams which puts a big dent in Sony Michelle's value. I'm advising to stay away from Sony Michelle at this point, unless you're absolutely desperate. Um, if you're somebody who has been getting by, but was leaning heavily on Henderson earlier in the season, go ahead and uh, put him back into your lineup. And also Odell Beckham has been activated from the COVID-19 list as well. So that game set to go off on Tuesday looks good for the offensive skill players in the Los Angeles Rams huddle. 